0: hello retouching friends and welcome to episode number eight of let's talk retouching the retouching podcast in which we go in depth with all things post-production and retouching the podcast is brought to you by edgeworld retouch where we offer high-end retouching services and also education So this is episode number eight of the Let's Talk Retouching podcast and we will talk about how to find retouching clients and how not to. So I came up with the idea of making this a podcast episode because I saw a post on social media of a photographer retoucher saying that she got a lot of messages of retouchers offering her retouching services and she does her retouching herself and does it pretty well I would say and was asking if her retouching was so bad because she get all these offerings and it got me thinking about how many emails I get as freelancer or a retouching studio of people asking to retouch for me. Let me say my inbox basically is full of crap. Most of them, they get deleted without me looking at them. So I want to talk with you about how I get approached, what's wrong with the approach. Then we will dive into how you can reach out to clients and make some valid business. So the emails I get are mostly from post-production studios out of the Eastern world, offering cutouts, clipping path services. Or sometimes they offer high-end retouching services for $5 and they explicitly advertise in their emails how cheap they are. Yeah, most of the emails, they get deleted instantly. Depending on my mood, I sometimes even uh, respond to in the hopes they take notice of how wrong their approach basically is of reaching out and how they are reaching out. And one day I was messaging back to a company offering me high-end retouching services saying I am unsure of them being able to deliver the same level of quality that we are delivering. They obviously replied, sure, we can do the same as you, but for $5. And I really doubt that they would be able to deliver it. And they might have been cheap, but I would never... Be able to forward their work to the clients i work with so i want to get into what's basically wrong with their approach i will not pick out specific companies or specific emails but present it in a more general way so that is one way of reaching out to me then i also get uh, emails from people asking me to hire them If I had a job opening, I would put a section on my website where there are job openings they could apply to. That actually is one of the more reasonable approaches. So it could be possible for a studio to have a job opening or put someone on a list. But considering a company does not have any job openings, you really have to put in some effort to make yourself noticed because of all the emails a company or some freelancer or some business get. Most of these people applying for a job and asking me to hire them, they're just saying, okay, this is my resume and please hire me. That's not going to work. What we also get is emails from business development people asking for growing their business and hiring people. Considering we are a retouching studio, it's not an option. To hire us into another studio. And then sometimes I get emails of headhunters looking for retouchers working in house. That might be reasonable emails depending on where you get them from. Uh, some of them they look at LinkedIn. So if you are listed there as a freelancer, it might actually get your foot into the door if you want to work in house. But we will get to that a little bit later. Why? You might want to do this if you as a freelancer are reaching out. So for us, it's not an option because we do not want to lay down our business and go work for our competitors. If they want to outsource, that's fine, but they will not be able to hire someone from us. Another sort of email I get is photographers asking just for a price list. And the email usually goes for like, hey, what's your price for retouching? And hey, can you give me a price list? If we had a price list, we would have it online where everyone could find it really easily. But we are not working with a price list because we price according to the job, according to what's required for the job and how much time is expected for us to finish the job. So price change on what is expected from us to do. You see... Most of the emails I was talking about, they will not result in us responding to the email. Sometimes we do just to be polite or in hopes the other side is recognizing what's wrong with their approach. The biggest problem usually with such emails is that people are not targeting the right target group. So they are just spamming people basically and spamming is not how you get your foot in the door. Most of the time when I browse through my emails and if I even open up the email, I feel not like people value my time going through this. So often care and effort is not put in the email how it's worded and what they are asking for and oftentimes they just ask for something and do not have anything to give in return. That's one thing. And the other thing is like when it comes to target group is like I am not a photographer. I do not have images all the time to give to other people. So you cannot just come to me as a retouching business and ask, hey, can I retouch for you or something? Because we hire specific people that are suitable for our business. So people do not do the research and find out what we actually do. And also they do not put in the time to find out whom to message. So they're just using any random contact form on a website or whatever they are finding and just spamming people. So they're not sure that they are reaching out to the right person and they're not even asking if that contact is the right contact to uh, ask the question they have. And yet there is another thing why most people's approach is wrong because They do not ask the question if they are the right person for a possible job. And they often overvaluing themselves. When someone is asking to retouch for us and I look up the portfolio, it's not at the same quality level. And sure, that happens. But it also goes back to it's not worth our time to debate this with someone. So we will not respond. That all leads us to what you have to ask yourself before approaching higher end clients, be it retouching studios, be it a company you want to work for or a photographer or an agency. It depends on where you wanna to, want to go with your business. So you really have to ask the right questions before even approaching someone. Some of these questions are, do I have the right person to pitch to? Can I offer something of value to this person? You should also ask with what you're asking for is what is expected from me in return. Can I meet all the quality and time expectations that comes with the job? That's super important is always to offer something because if you're not offering something, why should someone care if they do not get anything out of it for themselves? And if you're not reaching the right person, your email most likely will get deleted anyways. You really have to be self-conscious about what you can deliver and what not. And we will go into what you can do to gain experience in just a bit. Um, And that's important to have the experience to know what is expected of you and to be sure that you can deliver on these jobs. So let's get into what you can do before even approaching those higher-end clients. So before even reaching out, you have to make sure you're confident about your work. That means you have to practice your skills and practice your retouching and building your portfolio. So you have to have a portfolio because everyone, when they're giving out a job, they want to know what you have done, what you can do, and they want to see it there are a few ways how you can gain experience. Um, So you can go to places like edgeworldretouch.com and we offer free raw files for you to practice and you can send some images in to have them reviewed. You can get a portfolio review and get feedback on where you are. You can consider applying to an in-house job for experience and there are tons of companies not necessarily retouching houses. So maybe consider joining an e-commerce company that does retouching in-house. They often look for retouchers and it's not the most exciting work, but you will be pushed through your paces there and gain a lot of experience. And you don't have to do it for three years or whatever, but you need to get some experience in the field. What you also can do is, so if you do not want to go the route and work in-house somewhere, you can start working by offering low-priced services via freelance websites. Definitely, you will not do it for the money. It's just for the experience because you will be working with real clients and you will see what their expectations are. And often the expectations there will be way over what you will be paid. But it gives you the confidence to know how to deal with clients and to make sure your communication skills are on par and your retouching is on par and that you can deliver in time and make sure all your processes, where how you structure yourself, how to manage your project, that all that is working. And then if you decide to reach out as a freelancer to companies and to agencies and to photographers, you have to build your online presence, your portfolio website. You have to be present on Facebook, Instagram, wherever people are. Maybe start a YouTube channel. Be present and active in social media. If you have done all that and gained some experience, you can start reaching out to possible clients and offer them to work for free. And yeah, working for free is not the best thing, but you can build trust with it. You can connect to a person. You can offer them something without anything in return, or at least you work for using the images and for building your portfolio. You have to show that you are capable of doing these jobs. So most of the time working for free is a good way to get your foot in the door. And these clients might come back after you have done a good job and saying, hey, I have a paid job here and I have a paid job there. And can you deliver this as well? Then you can say, sure, I'm confident that I can do that. That's how you can get your foot in the door, work for magazines, work for photographers who are in advertising and so on and so forth. So again it often comes with who are you reaching out to, can you offer them something. Often it comes with working for free or working for little money and to gain confidence, gain work experience. So let's and this worth talking a little bit about how you can reach out to people. Where should you go? Obviously, I mentioned already social media. Social media sometimes is a little bit hit and miss. You obviously can have your portfolio there, which is a passive approach. People might be able to find you, but you also have to search there and find possible clients. Make sure to get the right contact to email them or however they would like to be approached oftentimes they tell you how you can connect with them. So you can use social media, Facebook, Instagram or whatever to connect with possible clients. Please do not make cold contacts. Just start engaging with them first. Make yourself noticed and then you can maybe reach out to them and ask for something and offer something. What you also can do is obviously you can use Google Search for photographers who are big in business, who are maybe advertising with AdWords and have money to spend on it. You can go to the magazines that you like, look at photographers who put work for them, try to connect with them. They oftentimes have an online presence. They might have an agency, so you have to check out who to approach there. You can go to trade shows, photography trade shows, because there will be a lot of photographers Also, they are there to connect with fans and it's easy to connect on such events with possible clients as well. What else can you do? You can go to local meetups. You might not have the most experienced photographers around there, but no matter if you are living in a smaller city or in bigger cities, there will be some sort of photography meetups. Go there, connect with people and you will get to know some people. Some of them might work in advertising maybe they will come up with a project for you because you are the one in your area to hire. So you have to be present online and offline. Approach it like you would sell a service. You never make cold contacts. Be sure to be present. Be sure to make different contacts and then offer someone and approach someone. So I really hope what I was talking about is helpful for you to reach out to more clients And to grow your business as a freelancer or even start your business, so I really hope this was helpful. And if you have been reaching out to clients and have gotten fewer responses than expected, then maybe I could give you some reasons why this might have been the case. If you wanted to start a business and didn't know how to reach out to clients, maybe it was helpful as well. I really hope you got something out of today's episodes. Please let me know if this was helpful. So. If you change your approach now and it seems to be working better, let us know. Write us an email, comment on this episode. Again, you'll find the podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, also on the website www.adroidretouch.com. So if you go there, you can definitely leave a comment. Let us know how you like this episode. Also, subscribe on iTunes if you like these. We will follow up with a few more episodes and interviews with interesting people in the industry, which I'm super excited about because it gives us the opportunity to experience what other people go through and what experience they have made and get some super great advice from people working in the industry. So that was it for today. I hope you enjoyed it again. See you in the next episode. Have a nice day.